listening to the 40s Project Podcast. No catchphrases, no cheesy quotes, just a couple of average country chicks, real, raw, and sometimes risque. So the house is quiet, everyone's gone to sleep, and we finally get time to sleep in a little podcast. It's a bit, we're a bit late. Yeah. Because we're usually out by now. I so. know, and it's been... It's been a busy week. We've had a lot of shit on. Yeah. Oh, Macca went to the formal. How good was the that? Formal. He made the formal. He wasn't sick. That was good. Uh-huh. Yes. He probably has to go back in, which is a bugger, but at least he got to the he formal. He got to the formal. And now everyone at the formal <laughs> is a close contact. <laughs> so now everyone in year 11 and 12 get a week home. Early Easter holiday. <laughs> Early Easter in ISO. Excellent. We spoke a couple of weeks ago about finding another word for feminism because we felt uh, it was misunderstood by many. Yes, and and, and probably a phrase that, like I know my yes. husband wouldn't use. Yes, he wouldn't. People class are a himself. bit confused by it. So, mm-hmm. you know, we just wanted people to know that our idea of feminism and the actual meaning of feminism is just someone that believes in the equality of the sexes. Yeah, that both sexes should be able to have the same opportunities in life but um i wanted to find a new word <laughs> one thought we'd make one up yeah and while doing that i um i went to a favorite place of mine on the net <laughs> the urban dictionary and um did you look your name up yes i did but i don't think it was anything too flattering okay. i scrolled on oh right just look your name up it's interesting some are better than others yes macaulay is quite impressed with his oh yes hot hottest i don't know it's really disgusting hot af (laughs) with a large appendage (laughs) not that one would know but before i looked up feminism there's a few that were obviously trending that i went through and had a little look at um and for those who don't pass their time entering random words into the urban dictionary what it is is it's a crowdsourced online dictionary for slang words and phrases. Yeah. So can you contribute it? You can. To, just you like can. you can Wikipedia. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it could be written by any dick. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, one that I came across, night water. That's the water you drink when you wake up in the middle of the night that tastes like it came from a mountain spring blessed by God himself. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes my night water does not taste like that because it's been sitting on my nightstand a little long, <laughs> a little dusty. <laughs> Uh, Darty, a drunken party while the sun is out, a daytime party. I've never heard of that. I I get really darty drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't, yeah. Daytime drinking. I don't know. I don't, it's not always good. Mm. Um, this is similar to emotional baggage, but I like it better, and it's a grief case. <laughs> it's the feelings you have about your past and the things that have happened to you which often have a negative effect on your behaviour and ab- attitude. So just remember when you're having a darty... <laughs> Did not get out the grief case. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, one popped up that I've heard you use a few times before. I think you were explaining, describing certain political parties in previous episodes, mm-hmm. but it's big dick energy, and that's a favourite of yours. Yeah. Um, there are some people that definitely thrust around with their big dick energy. Mm. They're just men. Well, it men says here they are, the, the, they are loud and boisterous uh-huh. energy emitted by someone who has a colossal phallus what and doesn't... Yeah. Oh, I dispute that. I reckon they've got a little phallus. Yes. Could be big dick energy or small small dick syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> and their energy speaks for itself. Only few possess such a gift. Mm. But then I got to feminism and um, 
it has been written by an ass hat. And if you don't know what that is, it's a misogynist with big dick energy <laughs> with their head up their ass wearing it like a hat. <laughs> <laughs> so this contributor had written his meaning for feminism and it says, I say it with a cricket bat in my hand and a fucking <laughs> lump in my throat. It is a redundant movement that granted women all wonderful things men earned without earning them. The right to vote, which men only had because they had to pay for it with conscription. (laughs) The feminism movement has devolved into a hate movement where anything not giving women special treatment is hating women. It says the movement is just hate and will only be hate. Women don't give a shit about anyone but women and will trample men to get what they want. Oh, God. Oh, He has a sad story. This asshat (laughs) concludes that feminism is the inability for women to accept reality, so they have to blame things on others. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't even know what to say to that. That's just... Actually, there's a few people we need to find out who they are this week, and I reckon this asshat's one of them. Yeah. Mm. Another contributor said feminism was the belief that men should be forced to help women because women can't help themselves. (laughs) God. Uh, <laughs> I get that there are feminists who are simply people who believe humans with a vagina should have the same opportunities as those with a penis. Mm-hmm. And there are militant feminists who would probably like to dismember all men. Yes. And that's what gives the word feminism. It does. I think that's where it's gone a bit askew because there are the extreme, like anything, there's the extremes and there's extreme mm-hmm. feminists that... You know, but I guess in the cause, I can understand why they had to fight a little harder and be a bit more extreme to be heard mm-hmm. and, you know, which has paved the way for the more moderate feminist wave. I really love sitting in on high school classes and paying more attention than I did when I was there as a student. Maybe explain for the listeners why the hell you're at high school. <laughs> oh, I'm an SSO at a high school, so <laughs> I'm not really the creep in the corner. But... um. I do tend to be a little bit more fascinated at the topics they're covering. Today's class was about ethical fashion versus fast fashion. And it was really interesting. I learned a lot. So the global fashion industry employs 50 million people worldwide and a huge source of opportunity for retail workers and everything, but also for um, indignity and abuse, low wages and modern slavery are rife. Um, And that's not just slavery, it's also environmental stuff, Mm. um, consumerism and mass production and the constant demand for more has fueled this injustice while the industries turn a blind eye to the impact they're having on the environment and carbon emissions. Uh, they just keep making stuff and half of it well, is we just... we keep buying stuff yeah. instead of, you know... and then there's the stuff that we don't buy that's just going into landfill or, uh, you know, being burnt or whatever. Some of it's being made with, you know, awful dirty materials and stuff like that. Some of them are, you know, leaching their dye into water, mm, water systems and... Yeah, so, yeah, I was blown away and I think we should put it on our page because it's... Worthy of it's a read. Fascinating. So they've yeah. given um, so there's a tool. It's baptistworldaid.org.au, and they've given a tool to see how ethical your favourite brands are. There were a lot of surprises in there. I'm really surprised. I, I, look, far out. RM Williams is a D. RM Williams like, is a. Well, they graded them, didn't they? A, B, C, D, and there was F, and an F. Um, I don't know what happened to E. <laughs> anyway, well, it's like the. Do you get oh. A's in school? I don't know. 
I don't know. A grading system. Yeah. I don't know. Um, R.M. Williams has failed and living in the country, that's what we're buying. Oh, Trent. People. Who's in R.M. Williams clothes? They're expensive. They seem to be good quality. Yes. And so, yeah, I'd love to look into the story of what they're doing and where they're getting their stuff from Mm. to give them a D. And how they, yeah, how are they being? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Other ones. um, Maya. They were on the D list too. Coles. And um, the F list, that was pretty shocking. Quicksilver. Yeah, it's a lot of those young people brands, mm. uh, a lot of surf brands and stuff, Quicksilver, Jeans West, DC Shoes. Um, but, yeah, so where you can shop, the A's included stuff like Reebok, Mimco. Jockey Jocks. Jockey, you can keep wearing your Jockey Jocks. H&M, which was a real surprise because they are a global yeah. uh, franchise. They and a bit dodgier for some reason. Yep, no, they're on the A-list. Um, Countryvera. Well, <laughs> a little bit like R.M. Williams. Um, well, true, that's, yeah. I probably so liken Country Road to R.M. Williams, so mm. you, you can't tell from walking into a store clearly. No, exactly right. Well, look at you go teaching us ethics. I know. Just put me in a year eight class. So something that's been uh, filling my head this week is the appalling stats of women who are dying at the hands of their partners or their ex-partners. It it still shocks me and I th- it needs to shock people. It's There's been 15 women in the last 12 weeks who have been murdered it's just horrendous. I can't. You think that it's not that many it. because you get the big cases like Hannah Clark from Brisbane, and you think, oh yeah, that was huge, and there was such talk and discussions around that. But these, you know, to know that there's 15 already this yeah, year, and there hasn't been um, much at all. It, I, look, and I don't know what the answer is, but I listened to a podcast, and it was um, the a true crime on the Mamma Mia Network. And it was about Hannah Clark, okay. and she and her children were murdered by her ex-husband. Essentially, they were torched in their car. Uh, he took his own life at the scene. Um, it was highly publicised at the time. The t- children died at the scene as well, and Hannah died later from her injuries at hospital, but not before she was able to tell the police what had happened and that her ex-husband did this. And they've just released the transcript from that emergency <sighs> call, and, oh, it was... Ugh. Harrowing, and you, you could kind of tell that that's all she was doing. She wanted people to know that this yes. wasn't a huge shock. No, there were so many red flags, but the system failed her, and it failed her miserably because women are generally, I think, when women are genuinely that scared that their life is in danger, that needs to hold more weight, and it needs to be more important, and it needs to be recognised more than just waiting for that we can't do anything because he hasn't done anything yet. I wouldn't, I've probably been very sheltered until more recent years when I've watched a friend go through a situation. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time I'd be like, well, she's mad, what's she still doing there? Oh, now I understand. Yeah. It is hard for the person and it is hard for their friends and family because it puts everyone at risk. And basically police have said, until that person tries to yeah. kill you, basically we can't do anything. Yeah, it's crazy. It's kind of like they go, we can't do anything. And so what are they meant to do? You can't record them because that's illegal. Doesn't stand up in court. Like, yeah, yeah there's something. Uh, uh, yeah, anyway, I mean, I guess two amateur podcasters aren't going to solve this problem. But 
it just Ooh. needs to be. Hang on a minute. Unfortunately, no, we're pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but to add fuel to the fire, we then see a celeb we were not ever going to talk about. No, the crazy oh, guy. Will but Smith. To add fuel to the fire, we see Will Smith lose control um, in a violent way. And then he claims that love makes you do crazy things. What the fuck kind of message is that sending to our boys? Mm-hmm. Because because it all doesn't. of this, all of this, these stats have been out of love at some stage. Uh, yeah. And yes, it took them a long time, but he's been now banned from the Oscars for yeah, ten, ten years. Ten years. Mm. And I think that was probably a backlash from people speaking out and going, mm. "Yeah, not on. No, not that's." On. Um, I mean, it's a domestic violence in itself, isn't it? The, yeah. A domestic situation and you standing up for your woman and um, who said that she needed standing up for? Exactly. I think she can quite happily look after herself. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he could have got on that stage and, and said something so hard-hitting mm. that it would have made a real difference. I was also really surprised that th- I think three or four of these deaths of women to domestic violence had been here in SA. I mm. really can't recall hearing about any of them. I don't um, think they get the media attention yeah. either. Like it's sort of happening and the bigger ones, the bigger ones, that sounds horrible, but like the Hannah Clark story um, and and often it's the you wouldn't think so families yes. that get the airtime, not so much perhaps the family that's, Living in a lower socioeconomic yeah. area, yeah, and, that's right. Know, There's blah, blah. drugs involved or alcohol or whatever. Yeah. Well, doesn't it's make still it happening. Any. But I stumbled across a social media page called Counting Dead Women Australia. Pretty hard hitting name, but that's mm. exactly what they're doing. They are trying to count every known death due to violence against women in Australia. So yeah, it's quite interesting to give it a like and go, "Wow, this is happening on our doorsteps, mm. and we don't even know about it." And yeah, if you think you're that friend that can um, just blame a woman for not seeking help or not getting out, look into it a bit more carefully because it can be a horrendous situation, can put you at risk as well. And yeah, police have their hands tied. We've got a few fun things coming up, Melissa. We do. We got organised early. Oh, super early. Super early for this one. October or November last year to um, get on to Ticketek and get a handful of tickets to Celeste Barber. It's on the 25th of May and if you'd like to join us, send us a a message and um, you can purchase a couple of tickets and might even give you a ride. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of tickets and events, the beautiful Kunala wines um, ah, yes. just out of Auburn who we always have fun when we go to Kunala. It's the lo- well, look, it's beautiful it's and, it, and it was stunning. really fun and last it's so time close to us. Yeah, it's so picturesque. It is. Uh, they're giving away tickets to Easter Saturday, better Easter Saturday in the stunning Kunala Garden with great food, live music, Kunala beer, wine and bubbles. So check out our page for more info and see if you can score yourselves a couple of free ones. We won't even charge you for these ones, <laughs> but I'm not giving you a ride. So the last couple of weekends I've actually I've been away. Yeah, you've been living the high life. I have been living the high life. Um, last weekend uh, I went away with... We call each other the CF mums. Um, a couple of mums I met many years ago in the waiting room. I just um, called it the CFS mums, <laughs> but no, she's not on the CFS. 
Um, and their children too have cystic fibrosis, so that's how we um, have connected. And every, we were doing it fairly regularly. A couple of times a year we would go away. And, look, I can't express how much value there is in peer support when you're mm-hmm. with people that just get you, especially yes. when you're banging on probably about your kids and what they're going through and we have this shared language. Yes. You see it, but we don't because have the rest to... of us can empathise and I'm like, yeah. but it's not the same. Or then go, I don't know what that word means mm. or what is that? So we have... What's he got, MS? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before. Yes, you did. <laughs> and so it's just... Yeah. Look, just like anything um, we're going through, we gravitate and connect with those who have a similar experience to us. And you can't replace that level of understanding. No. As much as, you know, family and friends and all the rest of it are fantastic, yeah, there's, it's just a, that next level. So, you know, and rehab is built on this idea too that, you know, peer support plays a massive role in that. Um, and, you know, it goes for lots of stuff. The divorce club, I'm in a few. The divorce club. <laughs> The Dead Parent Club, <laughs> Fat Club, <laughs> Married to a Farmer Club, Parents of Teenagers. Oh, that's you know, our club, that's, really, yeah. yeah. So, you know. A um, lot of drinking involved in that club. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, you know, I went off again uh, this week. I took my daughter with me this time. And, like, it's it. I've got to say, it's taken me almost, you know, it took me a good, well, I'll say at least 15 years to not feel guilty anymore about going away or spending that time prioritising myself. Um, yes, it's prioritising yourself, but it's for the greater good, isn't it? Like, well, that's so true. great for Scarlett to go away with you. Uh, well, that one was, but yeah, I'm talking about you know times you do go away. Yeah, but um, you know, going away with the CFS. Oh, I'm gonna CFS. <laughs> okay, keep going. Just <laughs> drink some more wine. <laughs> Um, but I used to feel guilty. I used to feel terrible and it's dumb because, you know, if you're a mother guilt kind of person, let it go. It can be really noble but healthy maybe, maybe not so much. I grew up with a mum who never, who I never saw put herself first and I don't think it was a really good lesson that she left. Um, it's noble but I don't think really a healthy move um, and she didn't, she probably didn't want to. Like she wasn't a person that sort of seeked that a lot. Um, and I know that Dad barked once, your mother never needed a break from you girls. And I remember my sister and I looking at each other thinking, fuck, yeah, because we were perfect to start with. But <laughs> fuck off, Baz. Like yeah. it's not helpful. We, yeah. Some of us, I think it was unusual. Oh, and there there are people that see that as a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Um, but it's surviving with life and it's good for you yeah absolutely the things you learn about raising your own family and letting your hair down and having a breather oh it just it's amazing what a and the weekend away it's either that or a ton of valium (laughs) what do you want me to do so if you hold on to mother guilt for spending time doing things that fill your cup please try and let it go it is much easier said than done but you'll only regret it more by hanging on to it it also gives your kids a chance to miss you and appreciate you and gives you a chance to recharge your batteries so you don't lose your shit and threaten while in the middle of dinner to jump in the car and go to melbourne for a week if everyone doesn't stop being friggin assholes maybe that's just me 
Oh, was that this week? Or? <laughs> I haven't done that for a while. But that used to be my go-to line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mine is I just want to get in the car and drive to Alice Springs. Yeah. Oh, I'd rather Melbourne. <laughs> I think Alice Springs is longer. <laughs> Melissa, earlier this year we did a podcast. I think it was called Russia, Mad March and Dick Pics. Mm-hmm. But we were discussing teenagers and their dick pics and mm. all that sort of stuff. But Seems you don't have to be a teenager. No. I think I've been catfished. I think. <laughs> Is that what they call it? That's what they call it when somebody pretends they're somebody else. So I had someone add me on Snapchat and they, that's my ice machine, it's all right. Oh. <laughs> someone add me on Snapchat and I didn't know who it was. So I asked them, oh, sorry, I don't know who you are. Can you tell me who you are? So then he sent me a photo of himself. Oh, you got more than a photo. <laughs> well, the first photo was a photo that wasn't taken live, so it was just uh, gleaned off of the internet, clearly. Yeah. Lovely-looking dog. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, trying to work out, you know, who this fella might know that I know and why we've come across each other on Snapchat and then open the next one and it's a... It was a wanking video, Melissa. <laughs> Listen, fellas, no woman wants to see your toss-off on Snapchat. <laughs> really? Is it? Is it? I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but no. No, 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 thanks. No, it was horrific. <laughs> this is the thing. I've got a single friend who's in her 40s. She's has tried the, you know, dating apps and stuff but found them a bit creepy. She said Snapchat's like the new Tinder, hmm. and I didn't believe her until then I came home and you told me you'd wanking snapchat story i'm like oh my god she's right Mm, but there's a little bit more to it i know for a fact that also been sending similar snapchats to another person in the district uh he's 22 to her he's 33 to me and he lives in a totally different location (laughs) me being me he's gonna find this fucker (laughs) And me being me is going to be right there behind her. And uh, his next wanking pick might not be much to photograph. (laughs) Thank you to the lovely Tess and Kate from Daisy Lane Flowers for supporting the 40s project and allowing us to in turn support uh, a local lady who we love, Tracy Starr. Tracy featured in a podcast we did last year and excitingly is uh, going to be participating in a Channel 7 series called Adventure All-Stars. Tracy's going to raise $10,000 to be able to do this for her chosen charity, So Brave, and we have little doubt in Tracy, but we're going to help out as well. So stay tuned for a big event, and uh, if you'd like to get on board and help out, let us know. There's some long weekends coming up. This one coming is Easter. Yeah. Is the Easter bunny coming to you? Don't know, but, yeah, not doing too much. I think I might pop over to Canala and check out. Did you say uh, pop or hop? <laughs> <laughs> might pop over, hop back. <laughs> check out their uh, live music and Easter Saturday. Yeah. Do you want to come? I might. Well, I'll pick you up on Saturday on my way. Oh, it's a date. Another girls' weekend. Oh my god, that's three in a row. Well, Smithy can come. 
Oh, I reckon Smithy can look after the kids. <laughs> Have a good Easter, everyone. Merry Easter. Thanks for listening. Oh, and if you're the person from Minnesota that keeps listening, we really want to know oh. who you are. Is there someone from Minnesota? You know, there's quite a few from overseas, but there's this one particular one, and I don't think they've missed an episode. Oh, wow. Uh, so if it's you or you're overseas listening to us, find us. Find us on Facebook, Insta, I don't know, however you send messages to people, and tell us oh, you, we where the that. hell you are. <laughs>